Let's go to Greg Kelser uh, from Valley Sports Detroit, former Spartan, uh, great broadcaster at King George Blaha on the Pistons games on Valley Detroit. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good, man. Trying to figure out tonight. You know, I was going through a lot of the draft stuff the last couple of days, and I will say this, that there's not a pick at five that really jumps off the list or any uh, mock draft that I've seen that excites me that I'm like, okay, this is the guy that can help the Pistons win games. Knowing the Pistons, calling those games uh, the last, you know, I guess almost decade, if not longer, looking at this team right now, Greg, going into this draft tonight, what do you think the Pistons need? What's the ideal position that needs to be filled first? I think the Pistons uh, have been looking for wing players for the last few years because that's where the NBA is right now. It's with six foot seven to six foot ten guys that can get out on the perimeter, put the ball on the floor, create their own offense, knock down shots with range, and uh, finish at the hoop. So that being the case, I do think there'll be at least a couple if not three players that can do those things for them. Um, if they decide that they want to go with go for power and strength and physicality, that'll be there at five. If they want to go with a little bit more finesse, athleticism, um, hang time, that will be there as well. So while we're all, you know, we were all very disappointed on, 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 uh, on lottery ball night or the uh, envelopes and that sort of thing, draft order, given that the Pistons did have the worst record in the NBA last year, we certainly would have would have wanted to see them, if not get the first pick, then maybe the second or the third. But with that not being the case, there's still uh, a good player, good players that will be available at five. I saw it last year with Jay Knighton. Yeah, one thing, Greg, uh, and I agree with you, and there is that best available. A lot of people here at Soren Eagle when I was eating lunch are asking me, hey, who do you think they're going to take tonight? And I said, you know, it is such a balanced draft, like after three in my mind, that almost four through 10, 11, 12 uh, could be from the same pool. But, you know, I looked at the Pistons, and I'm uh, the worst record – and thinking that if they would have had uh, Wimban Yama, a 7-4 guy that can handle the rock, but, and they would have had an instant draw with Cade, with Ivy. I, I, I don't like the lottery. I don't like the lottery balls, Greg. I, I think if you're the worst and you're not tanking, uh, I think you should be rewarded at least with a chance uh, to get a guy who could change your franchise. Well, I, I would like to see it that way, too. But the problem is, uh, you know, how do you determine who's, you know, who's not trying to put themselves in, in best position to be the first, to get the first pick there? Every team in the league is going to do it if they have a chance and a shot at it, especially if it's supposed to be a game changer like Wimbanyama waiting there to be selected number one. I don't know what the answer is, but I do feel that there has to be a better way to go about this. Um, I... I may be biased, but I, I remember back in the old days, uh, I don't remember, and when I say old days, I mean going way back. I don't remember teams 
holding players and uh, you know trying to 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 win the draft lottery. I remember teams trying to win games and and it fell out where it did. And then if you got the first pick, you got the first pick. But it's a little different now. Um, you know, we can lament this all we want. The fact is that we're not going to get Victor Wembanyama. He's going to San Antonio. Yeah, I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see him play. I really am. I mean, the, the highlights that we've seen of him in the few games that I've been able to watch him play, he is very dynamic. I'd love to see how that how that translates to the NBA game and, and physicality that he can bring. Even though it's more of a perimeter basketball game now, uh, I'm excited for the young man. But I'm also excited because I think the Pistons team that I support, the team that I work for, I I think that, you know, they are about ready to turn this corner and start winning some games and, and, and threatening to get back into the postseason. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the, the potential guys and, and I start with uh, Eamon Thompson, uh, that Ford, that slasher. Walker is more of a physical presence out of Houston. And then you get to the Osser Thompson, uh, who played uh, overtime elite. So those aren't household names. I don't think it's going to be sexy unless there'd be a shock tonight in the draft. There, there was a side of me, and, and I'll ask you this, and Greg Gelser joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Greg will be on stage with me tonight along with Tim McCormick, Herman Moore, and Mo Pete, our NBA draft party, and also preview show at 7 p.m. on the Soren Eagle Facebook page. You can join us uh, wherever you're listening across Michigan. 6 p.m. the party begins, 7 p.m. our onstage NBA draft preview, and we'll follow everything up until the Pistons picking at uh, number five. Could they? Could, could there be a veteran deal out there where a team wants to move up to five, and the Pistons might get a role player uh, with that fifth pick in terms of a veteran from another team? There's always that chance. I mean, it happens pretty much every year. We see not a whole lot, you know, in the early lottery portion of the draft, but there's always that chance. Um, people are watching to see what. Portland ends up doing, you know, and they've got the third pick. There's some thinking that Damian Lillard may ask them or maybe has already asked them to go after a veteran, not looking to uh, continue with young players surrounding him. So, I mean, there's always that chance. I don't know that it happens with Pistons, but it would not surprise me. Listen, Troy Weaver, uh, the general manager, he he is very astute. And uh, he knows how to judge talent. He has a, a sizable track record uh, in that department. So that, too, adds an exciting element to it for me. And, you know, not knowing exactly where they're going to go and what they're going to do, um, I'm looking forward to it with, uh, I won't say baited breath, but certainly great anticipation. Yeah, there is some intrigue. I'm not saying, and that's why tonight's going to be really cool uh, with all of us on stage and the people in attendance here at the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub inside Soren Eagle and Mount Pleasant. I would say if they keep the five pick, it's probably Eamon Thompson, uh, Walker out of Houston, uh, 
Osser Thompson or maybe Cam Whitmore uh, out of Villanova. Uh, we'll see uh, what they do with it. I like what Troy Weaver's doing. I agree with you. Man, uh, you know, the Monty Williams hire, they overpaid, Greg, and they did it because it added instant credibility. Uh, even when you look at the roster now, you're like, okay, these guys might be, you know, two players away from being a at least playing tournament team. I'm talking they being uh, the Pistons, so they overpaid for Monty. That's why the Draymond Green conversation I've had for a couple of months here when the NBA playoffs began that the Pistons should overpay for Draymond, his leadership on the court, off the court. He's won championships. He fits a need they desperately need. He's a great passer at swinging it uh, around that side of the court when they have the rock. Uh, I did see some odds posted that the likely destination for him, the Pistons were at number three. Scoop Jackson from ESPNChicago.com told me earlier this week on the show he thinks Draymond Resigns in Golden State, or he comes to the Pistons. Your thoughts on that, Greg? Well, I got a lot of respect for Draymond Green and what he's been able to accomplish in his basketball career, both at Michigan State and uh, with the Golden State Warriors. Um, he has been an incredible leader, and that's that's saying something on the team that has uh, the offensive that has had and has right now the offensive firepower that they have. Uh, that they have been able to assemble and hold on to. Uh, he, he's definitely a role player, but he is, he's, a, he's, a, he's a brilliant uh, basketball mind in that he found a way to uh, integrate his talent in and be a, an integral part of winning championships without necessarily scoring the basketball. Now, I know earlier in his career he was scoring it, but he doesn't score it anymore like he did. But he can still get out there on the floor and defend, he can pass, he can direct, he can coach on the floor and all those things. And any team would be fortunate to have that. Any team. But the success that that team will have, obviously, will be based on who's around Draymond. And in, and in Golden State, he has had you know Hall of Fame talent around him since the day he got there. Uh, could he help the Pistons? Absolutely. He can help any team. Uh, and if he were to come to the Pistons, I for one, because I followed his career since he was in high school, Saginaw High, I, uh, I'd, be, I'd be pretty stoked about it. Craig Kelser uh, from the Pistons broadcast team joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line as we're live outside the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub at the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant. Craig is on his way up for our NBA draft party tonight, 7 p.m. If you can't make it out in person, they'll have half-off wings, some drink specials, giveaways. Uh, you can meet the crew. Greg Kelser, who's with us, Tim McCormick, Mo Pete, former Spartan, former Flintstone, Herman Moore, uh, and myself. The Facebook Live NBA Draft Preview will go at 7 p.m. on the Soren Eagle Facebook page, and we'll do it live here. They got the huge setup. It looks like, you know, ESPN College Game Day or NBA Tonight. It's fantastic. I'll send along some photos to the audience in a few moments. One final thought, Greg, that you added Monty Williams. If you put a Draymond Green into that lineup and you started to look at everybody healthy, Cade, Ivy, Duran, you know, you, you, you go down and uh, 
Bayanovic, I mean, you start you start doing the math there on how Draymond elevates the lineup. Mani uh, elevated uh, the sidelines. We'll see what happens. Still a lot of work to do, uh, but I don't mind talking about it because if it happens, I think it would be one of the biggest moves in the offseason the Pistons have ever done. Safe travels up here, Greg, okay, my man? I can't wait to talk about the draft tonight with you and the crew. Okay, thank you, and I look forward to seeing you.